Welcome to the Entrepreneur's Visiting Victor podcast with Victor Dadaj, where you'll hear stories and strategies to help increase your sales and grow your business. Here's your host, Victor Dadaj. All right, welcome to Entrepreneur's Visiting Victor. I am your host, Victor Dadaj. I hope you're having an amazing day so far. Today, we have an incredible guest. She went to the top 1% from her phone and loves helping teaching others to do the same. She's a contributing writer to Phoenix Fitness Fanatic magazine, and she's been in the business of serving others for the past 20 years, being the best leader that she can be. So let's welcome Tiffany Pate. How are you doing today, Tiffany? Hey, hey, from Texas. So good to be here, Victor. I love actually getting to see you, see your face. I mean, that's so different. We talk on Clubhouse all the time, but it's it's fun to actually get to see your face and interact with you. So, so happy to be here today. Oh, it's great to have you here. And I agree, it's great to see your face live as well. So I'm looking forward to our interview. So I'd like to get started off simply by asking, please share your story. How did you get involved in this entrepreneurial journey of yours? Well, you know, it, it started first with me just being a mom and wanting to be able to afford the little extra things for my kids, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Clothes and the, the gymnastics classes and things like that. I never imagined a little side gig could turn into like a real career, right? I went mm -hmm. to school for animal sciences at Texas A&M University mm -hmm. here in Texas and uh, thought I was gonna be a horse trainer of all things. <laughs> I uh, thought network marketing was really for people who couldn't get a real job. So I didn't really think that it was going to turn into what it is today. So that's kind of how I got started and have been in the industry now for over 20 years and love, love, love uh, meeting other people like yourself and helping other entrepreneurs uh, reach their goals. So, yeah. Wow. So, yeah, you, you went through a totally different path just wanted to do some things for your kids, wanted mm -hmm. to work with horses, and lo and behold, you got involved in network <laughs> marketing, and you've been doing this over 20 years right now. That That is yeah. amazing. So you just never know what will bring you to the industry. So, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, the thing is, you don't see in school, you know, like in high school, college, network marketing. People join for a whole bunch of different reasons. So you just never know where the journey will take you. And But it seems like once you get in there, it's just hard to leave because there's so many great things here. So tell us, yeah, so you've been doing this for 20 years. So how, how, would like, how was it like, say, the first few years you were doing it? Because I know everyone's yeah. journey's up and down. <laughs> They've had their highs, their lows. So you mind sharing some of that with us? Oh, for sure. So um, in the beginning, like I said, I was treating it very much like a side gig. Mm -hmm. I wasn't treating it like a, uh, a real job or a, a real uh, career. And it paid that way, right? I, I worked it like a hobby, so it paid like a hobby. So I typically spent more on products than I made. And it wasn't until I really started investing in myself and learning the skills that I needed to learn in order to implement, right? I mean, you think about anyone that starts a new career, you don't just jump out there and start doing it. You've got to learn those skills. And once I realized that network marketing is really more of a um, self-development with a compensation plan uh, attached, I really started uh, focusing on getting better, learning those skills, trying to figure out what I needed to do or who I needed to become in order to make this work. So in the beginning, I 
I spent more than I made and uh, learned the skills that I needed to learn. And now I actually, it, it, it's a career. It's, it's been fantastic because my husband has a traditional business, right? I'm sure there's plenty of people out there that can understand when you own your own business, it can be a blessing, but that business really ends up owning you. So uh, it's been neat to uh, learn the differences in, be, between linear income and residual or reoccurring income. And it's just, it's been an incredible journey over the last 20 years. Well, that is awesome. So I'm glad you shared some things there for people to understand. Number one, you started off as a side gig. You know, you weren't mm -hmm. overly serious. You was probably make a few extra bucks. But after a while, you realize the importance of developing yourself and working on yourself, which is the most important part of this business. It, your, your mindset, your personal is so crucial to this. And that's why some people say network marketing is personal development, a compensation plan. But those that really work on themselves are the ones that succeed the most. Jim Rohn used to love saying, work harder on yourself than on your job. He said, if you work harder on your, on, on your job, you can make a living. But if you work harder on yourself, you can make a fortune. I think that's one thing you discovered. Now, in the beginning, you said, like the vast majority of network marketers, you were spending more in the business than making more. But the thing is, you were investing in yourself, which is okay. So a lot of people don't see that. They want to be in profit and Now, it's important to try to get a couple people into your business because if you don't get anyone into your business, then you don't believe in the, it's hard to believe you tend to go. But if you get a couple of people, you get a paycheck. So like if you're, you have a hundred dollar ownership and you're getting a check for 25, 30 bucks, even though it's only 30 bucks, you're losing $70. The fact you got that paycheck makes it real to you. Like saying, I can build this business. And then eventually you work on it, you know, you keep working on it. Eventually that $30 becomes $150, 200. And depending on how hard you work it, it'll get bigger and bigger. So that's an important thing. You were, you were losing money, but you were still getting a paycheck, which I think kept your belief in the industry, right. correct? Right. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Yes. No. So, and, and, and then there's another thing to remember is the vast majority of people that start this business, they're part-time. Very few right. people do right, full-time. Right. Yeah. They, right. Well, and, and something to, to look at, it's, it's funny to me that people get into this industry and maybe don't start making the money that they think they're going to make an, initially and quit. Think about a traditional business. How long does it take to get that initial ROI or return on investment, right? Mm -hmm. it, it doesn't happen overnight. So network marketing is one of those professions that you can get in at a low amount, get that return on investment very, very quickly. But I think because the price of entry is so low, people treat it not as, as, as uh, intently as they should. Does that make sense? Like, I mean, it was a $100,000 investment or $250,000 investment. You're going to work a heck of a lot harder trying to get that return on investment than if it's a $100 investment. So um, that it, it kind of drives me a little crazy because people, you know, will get into network marketing and be like, ah, it doesn't work. Well, you know what? The gym doesn't not work right? You, you have to go to the gym consistently over a period of time in order to see changes in your body. 
It's the same with network marketing. You've got to work it consistently over a long period of time. It's not a get rich quick scheme. It's something that you actually have to work on and, and work on improving yourself in order to get that return on investment or long-term um, uh, growth that you want to see. No, I totally agree. You have to have real estate expectation, like you said. Most yeah. people start like an, an, an offline business. It'll take them usually anywhere three to five years before they get into profit. And with never mind, for most people, it probably only takes a few months, three to six months before you actually start making a profit. So it's, it, it takes a lot less time. And like you said, the small entry cost is the thing that stops a lot because they, you, you're right, they don't take it seriously. Like if you go to, if you get public educated to free, some people don't take it seriously. When you go to college, you're paying 20, 30, 40,000 a year. You're paying all that money, you're gonna take it seriously. Or you buy a McDonald's franchise, which costs at least a million dollars. Guess what? You're going to work that franchise really are because you paid yeah. so much money. But sometimes yeah. when you get it for free or sometimes low cost, you tend not to appreciate and you don't work as well. But when you have skin in the game, like if you, if you buy a course yeah. for $5,000 or $10,000, you have skin in the game, you're going to definitely try to recoup the cost of your investment. That's yeah. So that that is one issue with network marketing, but, you know, but it's also a great thing because anyone can get involved. Hundred dollar right. authorship a month is really nothing for the vast majority of people. So I think it's a right. great thing. It, it it doesn't matter your background. It really is a great equalizer. Because pretty much anyone can get in. It doesn't matter your race, your color, your gender, whatever your religious beliefs. If you really put the time and the effort in, you can succeed in this business. So it doesn't discriminate. Right, one hundred percent. So true. So good. Yeah. So it's uh, you know. So I you know I, again I think with somebody before again. The vast majority of people start at, you know, again, probably 90% of people that get involved in this business, they do it part-time. Why? Because they have a full-time job. It's really hard to work on this full-time. You got you got bills to pay. You got a mortgage. You, your kids going to school, going to college. So a lot of people get us to understand. The vast majority of people that start off, and you were in the same boat as well. Yep. You, you didn't get in saying, I want to make 100000 a year, a million dollars a year. You probably went in saying I need to make another 300 to $500 a month just to help pay for my car, pay for my mortgage, stuff like that. Is that correct? Well, yeah, for sure. And you, you think about it. Uh, I, I read something somewhere where it, that it talked about back in 2008 when everything imploded that just an extra two, $300 per household could have kept a lot of people in their homes, could have kept them from filing bankruptcy. So yeah, the, the small amount at first, for sure, because I, I just wanted a little extra for my kids, right? But now going into it from here, after being in the industry for 20 years, I love helping show people that, okay, we have residual bills, right? You have bills that hit your mailbox every single month. If we can create an income from your side hustle that can cover those bills, you walk into your regular J-O-B a little differently. You've got that security, right? It's not something that you have to do in order to pay bills because there's a lot of people out there that love their regular jobs. And we need those people to love their regular jobs. But it changes the game when you can create an income to cover those reoccurring bills every single month because you walk in a little bit differently to that job. No, absolutely. We, we have residual bills. Why not have some additional residual income that could just take absolutely. care of those bills? Yep. I think I read in a book once that bills travel at twice the speed as checks. 
So, uh, <laughs> dang. They, they, yeah, it's funny. All your electricity bill, all those people that have your bills, they don't, they don't, they're always on time. They're never late. So, you always yeah. have, so you need to work and get in that residual. And like you said, a lot of people love their jobs and they should stay at their jobs. But if yeah. they can get it, you know, additional income, especially with everything that happened with COVID last year, some people lost their jobs. So even the ones that kept their jobs, they're they're concerned about their future. So, you know, getting that little extra money can definitely help you feel more secure and not worried about it, giving an additional mm-hmm. stream of income. I think in this day and age, it is so important to have some multiple streams of income because you just never know what can happen. There's there's a lot more uncertainty right now. I and in some of this is if you found this to be the case, I just found in the past. A uh, year and a half, with, ever, ever since COVID came out, a lot more people are open to working from oh. home, doing network yeah. marketing. Whereas, like a year and a half with series, they said they, they didn't want to hear anything about it. Totally, totally. And you know, the the cool thing about this industry is, even if you have a regular job, uh, a nine to five, or a, you know whatever that is for you, uh, you can create an income with network marketing, working in the nooks and crannies, making the phone calls that you need to make on the way to work or on your lunch hour, something like that. Um, I've had the the um, the opportunity to learn from John Maxwell throughout the years. And one of the things that he says is, you know, every single day he touches his business or he works on himself every single day. It may not be all day, but it's every single day. And that's the thing that I, I, I wish more people would understand. It I, I don't do this all day, every day, but I touch my business every single day. It may just be, you know, 10 minutes here, 10 minutes there, you know, in and around our schedules, because I've got three kids. So we've got crazy schedules, but I touch it every day. And that's the cool thing about this industry. If you continuously touch your business every single day over a long period of time, you're going to look back and realize, holy crap, I have built an incredible career in the nooks and crannies of our crazy schedules. One of the things that I love about this industry is that you can do it even though you have a crazy schedule, whether that be a work schedule or a family schedule. It's, It's an incredible opportunity. No, absolutely. It gives you a lot of flexibility. Yeah. Because you, uh, whereas you had a regular nine to five, you can only work during the work hours, but you can, you know, like you say, you can have a nine to five job. You can work on it on your way to work, during your lunch break, during other little breaks you have on your way home. So all these things make a big difference. There's a lot of flexibility. And I think one thing it's touched upon is the importance of consistency. So like yes. you said, you don't have to do a lot each day, but if you're doing a little bit each and every day that's going to make a big difference and, and it compounds the compound effect kicks in so it's better to work say an hour or two every day week every single day throughout the weeks than to work one day you know for seven hours and not do anything the rest of the week you're gonna get a lot more results if, yes. if you're consistent in it and, and, that, and that's, that's why something people get results at gyms yep Yep, that's something that I learned very early on and something that I have struggled with throughout my career is that consistency. But you mentioned the compound effect. That was one of the pivotal books in my career after reading that, not only for my network marketing business, but also for my weight issues that I've, I've struggled with you know, through, through all my life, um, up and down and all the things, uh, the compound effect by far one of my all-time favorite books for all things in life. Mm-hmm. 
Are you still there? You look like you're frozen on this. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think <laughs> it was a little freezing in that. Now I hear you. No, I love The Compound Effect. It is a great book by Darren Hardy. It definitely, yes. everything, like, and you remember in the book, it talks about would you rather have a penny double for 31 days yep. or a million dollars? Most yep. people would take the million dollars because they don't understand the power of the compound effect. Right. Because they yep. see if you double it one day, you get two cents, then four cents, eight cents, 16 cents. And it doesn't seem like a lot of money. During the first 10, 15 days, it doesn't. When you get to, to day 21, 22, you, you're getting like 16,000, 30,000. And at the end of 31 days, guess what? You have $10 million. So if yeah. you took the $1 million instead of the penny dough for 31 days, you would have had $9 million less. And a lot of people don't understand that. It applies mm -hmm. to everything. It applies to your business. It applies yep. to going to the gym. Everything compounds. Here's the thing. And, and it goes to like wellness too, whether you're dieting or right. eating bad foods. If you know, if you had a heart attack after having a Big Mac, you would never have a Big Mac again. But the results, the bad results don't show up until you've been eating Big Macs for year, year after year. Then 10 yeah. years later, you'll see you have heart problems, you're overweight, all kinds of issues, but you don't see that. That's why people will eat unhealthily or, or keep smoking, even though it's a bad effect on their life. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. also that's why people give up on diets because they don't realize you're not going to drop 20 pounds in two days. It's going to take a while. You got to be consistent. Yeah. Everything compounds. Same thing with your business. You, you don't, you may not see the results immediately, but if you're consistent, the results will compound in the long run. You'll make 100%. a lot more money. So you 100%. have to have the, that long-term vision is so important. And, yeah. you know, you want to talk a little bit more about having that vision and how you share that with yourself and with your team and the importance of vision. Yeah, sure. Well, and it's it's funny that that we have kind of taken the conversation here because I've actually have been given the opportunity to write a chapter in a book on vision casting. So I'm in the process of doing that. I've got to get my rough draft in by August 1st. But for me, having a vision, you know, I'm a, a small town Texas girl, born and raised here in Texas. And it is hard sometimes when you maybe don't have those experiences or don't see those things uh, to, to dream for the dream of those things, right? Or to work for those things because coming from a small town, I, I mean, traveling and, and things like that, yeah, sure, I, I thought about them, but it wasn't a reality, right? I was just trying to get through the daily routine of, of going to work and paying the bills doing the things that we get caught up in doing and having that vision and knowing where I want to be and, and the, the legacy that I want to leave, not only for my kids, but for their kids and their kids, that ripple effect, right? Having that vision of where I want to go makes it easier on those days that I really don't want to do it, right? I mean, we all have those days. We all have those days that we get up and I don't want to, I don't want to do the work, but I know I have to do the work. So one thing that I do um, every single day is I make sure that the following day I have at least three top things that I need to touch. Three top things in my business that I need to do, whether that's calling on some customers or making a post or following up with team, whatever, whatever that is. My list may be longer than three, but I've got three top things that I have to, have to, have to do. And for me, with our lifestyle, as crazy as it is, it helps keep my focus on what I need to do every day because it's, it's easy. It's easy not to do it, but it's simple to do it. 
Does that make sense at all? No, absolutely. And, and you know, Jim Rohn used to talk about this. The things we need to do to be successful are easy and simple to do, but they're also easy not to do. Yeah, totally. So easy, you have to make that choice. Exactly. Yeah. And, and as you said, you got to make it every single day. You have those three important things you need to do every single day and you got to work on yeah. it. It's not a one-time thing. Success has not been in, built in a day. It's built daily. And I think yeah. it's important because too often, and maybe you want to talk about this a little bit more, people focus more on being busy than being productive. And what mm. you share with me is you're sharing those three things which are productive, make you productive, mm -hmm. help grow your business. But the three most important things, you want to make sure you get those things done. Like you said, you have other things on your list, but if you don't get them done, it's not as important. You focus mm -hmm. on getting the most important things done. And that's how you can continue growing your business because you're focusing on being productive. Yeah, well, I mean, and it's easy to get busy with, I mean, if you saw my desk right now, there's there's so many different piles of things that I need to get to, but they're not on my top three. So I'll, I'll get to it eventually, right? But it would be more fun to sit here and organize these piles instead of actually doing the work that I need to do. So um, for sure, it, it's it's way easier to do that than, than actually do the work. So I, I just make sure even even though it's not always easy, like we said, to have those income producing activities, those top three things that are a must have on my list. Um, and, and then if I get done with those and I want to do a little organizing here or there, then I can do that. Uh, but it's, it's easy to fall into that routine of just doing that busy work or clearing out your, your email inbox or whatever that is. They need to be income producing activities. Once those are done, then you can get to the other stuff. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And like you said, you focus on demo. And that's the thing people have to realize. Some people say, you know what? I'll take care of it in the afternoon or in the evening. But guess what happens? Mm. Emergencies happen. <laughs> things happen. Kids happen. Someone gets life, sick. Life, life happens. happens. All <laughs> kinds of things happen. Yeah. Your friend yeah. is your friend's having a horrible time. They need to talk to you, need to come over, spend three hours with you. Things just happen. So you have to get take care of it early, as early as possible every single day. And you know what, then you have the rest of the day. So if these emergencies totally. happen, life happens, do it. Don't procrastinate. Yeah. I think that's one thing that stops a lot of network marketers. They just procrastinate, self take care of it. Or they say, you know what, I didn't do it tonight. You know what, I'll do twice as much more. And that never happens. It never does. It never does. You've got it, it that can, it all comes back to that consistency, right? A little bit every single day, kind of like the tortoise and the hare, the hare. A little mm -hmm every single day in the end who won the race the hare because the the rabbit you know the hare ran 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 yeah yeah i'd be a tortoise every day yeah slow and steady wins the race too many yeah. people say yeah you you do a lot of ones but you get tired or you take a break <laughs> you get complacent complacency is another thing i think stops a lot of people and uh, the comfort zone, you, we get so comfortable with our lives and, 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 and that's why you need to focus on the things you're on. So you want to talk a little bit about the comfort zone, like how mm. it's a destroyer of success <laughs> and how you avoid getting stuck in the comfort zone because oh. you have so many entrepreneurs fall into. Yeah, well, so that's, that's one of the things. And I was actually listening a podcast this morning about the comfort zone. And um, that's one area that I've struggled with throughout the years. And, and what I have found and what I have learned is when you don't feel uncomfortable, 
you're in the comfort zone, right? You have to feel comfortable in order to grow. You have to feel uncomfortable to, to grow that comfort zone and, and grow as a person. And so I have learned that like when I had this opportunity to, to write this chapter in the book, when originally it was brought to me, I had all those limiting beliefs, right? I've never written a book. I've never, I've, I've, that's, that's not, I've never done that. So I had all those limiting beliefs, but then I thought, you know what? I'm going to feel that fear and, and I'm going to do it anyways, because I know that's the only way that I'm going to grow. And by growing, not only are you growing yourself, but you're showing your team, you're showing your family, you're showing your, your business partners that it's possible that you, you can do this, that you can take this little thing and, and grow it or, or grow yourself into something that you don't even recognize by the end of the year. So it's important to, when you have those opportunities, or maybe you have a chicken list and you're, you're nervous about calling that chicken list, feel that fear, but do it anyways, because that's how you're going to grow. It's so important to step outside of that comfort zone, feel uncomfortable, be okay with feeling uncomfortable and do it anyways. No, absolutely. I think that's great advice. Uh, you just got to work on the things that you fear. And action is one of the best ways to overcome. Once you say, say action, you realize the fear is not as big as you made it out to be. Like yeah. you've never written a book before. You've never written a chapter. So you're writing a chapter for this book will be coming out soon. But you said, I've never done this. I'm not an author. That, those things immediately come up. I, I did that too when I first wrote my, when I, when I wrote my book. I was like, I'm not an author. But you know what? Everyone has a book in them. And yeah. you know what? What you write, you have no <laughs> idea how many lives, how many people's lives can be changed because you inspire them from, from that chapter you're going to be writing. So focus 100%. on that book. And like you said, everyone is watching you. So you're setting an example of how to get out of the comfort zone, how to mm -hmm. work on your fear, take action on it. Your team is watching, your family is watching, your friends are watching. And when you say, look, you just, when you're uncomfortable, that's when you're at your best. When you're comfortable, you don't feel any discomfort. You're probably in your comfort zone and you don't get as much done. So you need to feel uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. But you know 100%. what? But when you take action on it, guess what? After all, you do start getting adjusted to you feel more comfortable with anything new, anything brand new you start, you're always going to feel uncomfortable with. And you mentioned just taking action here. There's actually a book by Susan Jeffers called Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway, which yes. I think is another great yes. book. And, yes, for sure. And another one by Brian Tracy called Eat That Frog. Yes. Uh, you know, that's a great book. He says, many of us, we have this big task, which we're afraid of. We like to work on all the small tasks earlier on in the day. Yeah. And we figure just get out of it. The problem is that that big task becomes that frog. And, and, and the thing is throughout the day, you're getting nervous, you're worrying about it. But if you work on that big task, if you we do what he calls eating that frog, you get that yeah. out of the way, all the other tasks seem so much easier. So again, that's also just, it helps you eliminate procrastination. It helps you work on your comfort zone. So I agree, just work yeah. on the things that scare you the most. And that's how you get the most accomplished in life. Well, and the crazy thing is, Victor, I mean, and when I started this journey, you would not have heard those words from me. I mean, I was so comfortable in my comfort zone and, and, and just doing the things, you know, daily that I did as a mom, I was, I was comfortable. I, I, I didn't want to get outside of that comfort zone, but it's through that self-development that we talked about earlier 
the, that I've read those books, that I have grown as a person, that I've changed as a person, I've, I've evolved, right? And I think it's so important, no matter who's watching this or listening to this, that just taking that first step, it can feel like it's stepping across the Grand Canyon, but it's just that, it's just that first step, just take the first step, whatever that is for you in your journey, right? Just taking that first step and, and continuing to take that first step every single day. And, uh, I think, I think a lot of us would be amazed at the growth and, uh, how much we would change over the year, uh, just by taking those, those steps every day. No, and that's absolutely true because I think sometimes people look at how big the journey is or mm. how big their goal is. And instead of focusing on that, on that, focus more on the little steps you need to take. Like they say, a, a journey of a thousand miles begins with the first step. So you take right. that little step each and every single day, you'll eventually get to that big goal that you want. But if you focus solely on the, it's good to have big goals, but if you focus only on that, you say, man, I'm going to make a million dollars. But if you focus on what, how much do I need to make every week, every month, do what you need to do week in and week out and everything. You do that, it becomes more magical. They say, how do you eat an elephant? One bite One at a time. One bite at a time. Yeah. <laughs> Just got to chunk it down. Focus yeah. on the smaller task. And once you get that out of the way, then you'll be able to, you know, take care of the big task. So I, I, I yeah. think that's one thing people need to focus on. Like you say, get those little successes. And you know what? When you get those little successes, celebrate them because it goes into your subconscious mind and you start yeah. believing this is possible. Too often, we, we, we tend to focus on the fact that we don't change that big goal with failures. But if you, if, you, if you obtain all these other smaller goals, celebrate them and you will feel like a winner. And that makes mm -hmm. a huge difference in your subconscious. Well, and I think you touch on something really interesting there and something that I was thinking about this morning is, you know, when I first started this journey, I didn't celebrate the small wins. Mm -hmm. I maybe set a goal, fell short of it and would beat myself up over it. Right. Mm -hmm. And I've learned through the years that you have to celebrate those small successes. Even if you put a goal out there and you don't hit that goal, look at the person that you have become in going for that goal, right? It's not whether or not you hit that goal. It's nice to hit the goal, but it's who you have become during that journey of trying to hit that goal or going for that goal. And celebrate those small wins because it they're they're important. It's important to celebrate the small wins. No, absolutely. And, and that's an important point. Focus on the person you become in the process. Yes. Something Jim Rohn used to talk about all the time because when you're trying to grow, you try to achieve those big goals. And again, celebrate the little goals along the way that you achieve. But look at the person you've become in the process that you, you know, look at who you've become over the past 20 years. Yeah. And it was a gradual change, but each year you kept working on yourself, you kept growing, you kept growing, and you became this big success in that market. It did not happen overnight, but you never gave up. Eventually started celebrating all the small successes, the small victories, and you never gave up. And eventually, what you were talking about before, compounded, everything compounded. So what you did the first few years had a big effect on what happened in year 10, in year 15, year 20. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no. So I think that's just so important. People don't give up because, again, try to look at the big picture. 
everyone that got started in, the, in this industry, they went through their ups and their downs. They had, they had to go through a mindset shift. And a lot of people didn't see how they could do great things, but then something just clicked eventually. It was something from their journey, something they might have learned from their mentor. But, you know, after a while, they started believing themselves because they kept working. They never gave up. And again, you just have to do a little bit each day. Maybe it's an hour or two. You don't necessarily have to do eight hours a day if you want to. That's great. But you also need to enjoy life. So, I mean, that one of the, the things that, one of the great things about this industry is because if you do well enough, you're able to have that great life that you can enjoy with your family. Mm -hmm. So, you yeah, have to sure. enjoy life too. Yeah, totally. Totally. Love it. So, okay. So for people getting started today that are new in this industry, what would you recommend to them that they should start doing? Because a lot of times when people get started, they don't know what they're doing. They'll make some mm -hmm. mistakes. So what are some things you could recommend to newbies who are getting started in the network marketing industry? Follow the leader. <laughs> follow the leader, follow the leader, follow the leader. If you don't find a leader. Uh, don't recreate the wheel. I wanted to recreate the wheel in the beginning, and that slowed my progress in my business. I wanted to take the time to file paperwork or clean out my inbox. I, I wanted to do all the things that were comfortable versus the things that were uncomfortable. So number one thing, follow the leader. If you don't have a leader, find a leader. Follow that leader do what they say to do. It's all about having those systems in place and, and being able to work those systems because systems create dupli uh, duplicit, duplicity. Okay, sorry, I've got kids coming in and out. Uh, so, and that's so important because if you start to try to recreate the wheel or change the system, right? Because you're smarter or you've got a better idea or what, just follow the leader. That, that's all you have to do. Because when you start changing the, the system, then it starts getting confusing. And, and, and on down in your group, it, it, it creates so much confusion that it's going to slow your role. And the quicker you guys can all get on that same train, go in the same direction, right, or are rowing in the same direction at the same time, the faster you're going to grow. So it's it's so important to just follow the leader. No, I totally agree. You got to follow the leader. Yeah, too often people get into trouble because they try to tweak things, add their own yep. flavor to it. Especially if you're brand new, you really don't know how the industry works. So it really doesn't make sense. Like you said, don't reinvent the wheel. Follow what your leader is telling you to do. If you do that, it's going to save so much learning on your part. It's going to save you a lot of heartache, a lot of hassle. You're still going to go through tough times. But if you follow eventually, you're going to have the success. And like you said, yeah. the important part of this business is duplication. If you're doing yeah. some things wrong, you're not going to be able to teach it to anyone that joins under you. But if you follow the system, that's why companies have systems to teach you how to duplicate. Because if you can't duplicate, you're not going to have long-term success in this business. Well, and here's something important to, to keep in mind. Duplication is going to happen one way or the other. It's either going to be good duplication or bad duplication. So it's, it's going to happen. So follow the leader so you make sure it's the good duplication and not the crazy over here, right? I mean, it's going to duplicate one way or the other. So just make sure that you're doing it the right way. And don't, don't overcomplicate it. The number one thing I look for when I'm looking for new team members is coachability. Coachability. 
I don't, I, I, that, that's, that's, uh, if you, if you will just allow me to work with you and help you, you're going to be able to be successful, but you've got to be coachable and, and allow me to teach you those systems, right? No, I, I, absolutely. You have to be coachable. And like I said, you want mm -hmm. the good duplication. And it's like the most successful. The most successful people are coachable. They're teachable. Mm -hmm. And I, I look at all the top seven and eight figure earners and they say one thing that they've always been and they continue to remain to be is coachable. Teachable. They says, I always can keep learning. There are people more successful than I am. I want to learn from these people because I know I can do more of my business with my life. Those who think they know it all, number one, they don't know it all. Number two, they close themselves off to becoming more successful because there, there's something you can learn from more successful people. That's why I try to surround myself with yes. successful people as possible because you know what? I can learn something from them that can change my business, that can definitely change my life. So I, I agree. 100%. Being coachable is so important because, yeah. for the, and I agree, if, if you're looking for a prospect, anyone you talk to, I think it's one of the most important things. Find out if they're coachable, they're teachable. If they don't want to listen to you, those are the kind of people you do not want to work with. Run. <laughs> yeah. No, no, that, that's definitely some awesome stuff. Yeah, because again, uh, and I and I like you said, don't make things complicated. Like, mm -hmm. like if you and I think this it's and and some of you agree with this. When you talk to a prospect, if you just try to give them all kinds of information, you overwhelm them information. It's gonna, they're gonna start thinking, you know what, this sounds way too, too complex. I don't think I can do this. So, but so many people talk about the complex and they, they'll spend like an hour about it, why this is better than this, better than that. But the thing is, you, you really need to make it as simple as well. This says, you join me, this is what we'll do. We'll do this and this, and that's it. Just yeah. show them that you're yeah. gonna be there for them and that if they're willing to listen to you, you're gonna give them your time, you're gonna help them grow a business. You know, don't, don't spend three hours talking about this is the most amazing company in the world. It was founded 27 years ago by this guy who had a dream like Martin Luther King. And, uh, but and then you know, all of a sudden you have those glazed over eyes. Yeah, yeah. because yeah. yeah, I believe a confused mind doesn't buy. 100%. And you know, that's one of the things in the beginning that I really screwed up on because I, I you know, was told in the beginning, find five people, help them find five and, and you're, you're golden, right? Well, so I found five people and they all quit. Well, then what, right? I'm right back at, at stage one. So I, it's, it's such a fascinating industry and, and how it all works. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's crazy. I forget where I was even going with that. And like I said, I have kids coming in and out. So I, I get a little ADD when, when kids start coming in. Um, but yeah, so sorry, totally lost my train of thought on that one, Victor. That's okay. Um, yeah, no, you can say you get five, they get five, they get five. But the thing is, they don't take into account how many people stay, how many people quit. Yeah, 100%. And it's not just getting people in there, but it's also helping them grow their team, helping mm -hmm. build their downline. Because mm -hmm. if it's, I think too often, I think people just focus solely on recruiting. If you get 20 people, okay, great. But if you don't get any of them to grow their business, if they're not growing their business, well, guess what? Eventually all 20 will quit. But yeah, well, and I, go ahead. Sorry, I remember where I was going with that. Yeah. You know, finding the five people, helping them find their five people, right? So one of the, one of the things that I learned, I thought once I did that, I was done, right? I, I'm, I'm golden. But you have to stay in that. One. That's where I was going with that. I, it, it, you have to stay in that phase one. Always 
doing what your team needs to see you doing, right? You, you don't just arrive one day, you continuously work on those skills in recruiting and in, in, um, helping people share the plan, right? I mean, every single day you're, you're, you stay in that phase one. And I think that's what a lot of people maybe get confused about and thinking that, you know, well, I'll build this business and then I can completely step away. And you, 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 I don't know that you ever fully step away. You always want to continue to work on that, right? Just like a marriage. You can't just get married and then be like, all right, well, I'm married, I'm done. You know, you have to work on that marriage every single day. And it's hard some days, but you've got to continue to stay in that stage one and, and um, showing up for your team and doing the things that your team needs to see you doing. No, absolutely, because your team is always watching what you do. They don't always yeah. listen to what you say as much as they listen to what you do. So if you say you got to do this, this, and this, and you never do it, guess what? They're probably not going to do it either because they're saying, why should I do it? My leader is not doing it. But yeah. if you're saying you're doing all these things, you're prospecting, you're talking to people, you're doing Zoom calls and stuff like that, and they see you doing this every single day, then they're more likely to do it because they're seeing you do it. So I agree. You, you can never get fully complacent. So people, yeah, you never fully arrive. And if you, you achieve that big success, guess what? Things can happen. Your company gets mm. shut down. These things happen. For, for whatever reason, maybe a number of your top leaders leave you. Whatever, they find a better opportunity. You know, things happen. Life happens, like you said before. So what happens then? Well, you've got to start rebuilding it. It happens to everyone. So you always have to be working on your skills, sharpening mm -hmm. it, working on your business day in and day out. Because if something like this happens, you're prepared. If you take off for three or four months and saying, oh, I still got residual income, guess what? Something can happen. And well, and I think, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Well, no, I think that that's important to address because a lot of times people may look at the industry and think, oh, you know, well, I know a friend that 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 did the same for a couple of years and the, the company got sold and they lost their distributorship or whatever. Well, guess what? That happens in every industry. It's not just network. It's a it happens across the board. So I, I feel like a lot of times network marketing gets a bad rap because of that, because you do see that, but it happens in every business. And, and I think that's an important point to drive home, especially to those naysayers out there about network marketing. It, it may not be the right fit for you, but for me, it's the better way, right? I mean, it's, so I, I think it's important to drive that home because there's a lot of naysayers out there with the network marketing industry. And I get a little defensive because I love this industry and, and what this industry can do for families. So I think that's important to mention. No, I think that's a very good point. I was in the financial world before for many years. And I would say two of the, two of the companies I work with, they went bankrupt. And well, so I, did you never go back into that? And I mean, Exactly. Yeah. I, I could say I still worked in it for a few more years after that, yeah. but they went bankrupt. And then uh, these two companies, I won't mention names, but they, they were very well known nationally. So they, they, it happens. But you know but you know what? People still work in finance. It continues. Yep. They don't say, well, finance is a scam. They continue <laughs> working. Some companies go under. Yeah. That happens in banking and so many other industries, real estate, but it doesn't mean it's a scam. And like I said, this this industry has changed the lives of so many people. It's, it's, mm -hmm. it's made more female millionaires than probably any other industry out there. So it, it's helped so many people's lives. It's, it's so huge. It's, I think it did about 200 billion in business last year. It's 
bigger than all That's the major sports combined. Mm -hmm. So it's a so yeah, are are there bad apples? Of course, some more companies go under, yes, but it's changed and improved the lives of so many people. So I agree, that's an important point to make because companies go under a nano market, but it yeah. happens in every industry as well. Doesn't make say doesn't mean that industry is wrong or it's a scam. Life happens, these things happen, and um, you got to prepare for it. Yeah, well, and you mentioned the uh, the uh, professional um, athletes, right? You think about this. I, I think you're correct. I think network marketing has actually paid out more than that this last year. But you have to think about this. I, I don't know about you, Victor, but I'm never going to be a professional athlete. As much as I would love to, to think I could up here, right? I'm never going to be a professional athlete. So that is one of the coolest things about this industry is that it does level that playing field that, you know, just, just a regular mom, right. Can, can end up changing the financial trajectory of their family's life by just doing a little bit every single day. Uh, I, I, it just blows my mind. And I just, I, I just love this industry because of that, because I, like I said, I'm never going to be a professional athlete ever. <laughs> yeah, no. And then, like you said, it's giving so many opportunities to a lot of moms with small kids who want to do mm -hmm. something with their lives and, and they've developed these incredible lifestyles because of this industry. That's why I guess one of the reasons why this industry is over 75% female. There are a lot mm -hmm. of moms there with children who want to do something with their lives or, or at least, you know, help provide, you know, help contribute to the household income. And as a result, they got started, probably most of them probably started, they wanted to pay that 300 to $500 a month just to take care of the finances, you know, pay the mortgage off. And after a while, they said, wow, I, I can do a lot of great things in this industry. And then they became six and seven figure earners. So like you said, it is right. a great equalizer. It doesn't matter where you come from. There are a lot of people who were in prison who got out. And unfortunately, because certain industries will not allow convicted people to work for them, this industry will allow them. And if they're willing mm -hmm. to put in the time and the effort I know people, I know convicted felons who are very successful in the industry. They change their life. This industry will give you a chance. It doesn't care what you did before. It only yeah. cares about what you do now and in the future. Yes, yes. Such a great point, Victor. Such a great point. Well, okay, we're getting toward the end of our interview. Listen, it's been so great having you on, Tiffany. It was nice meeting you here, and I love all that you share with us. I love your story. I love your great wisdom. It's really been a pleasure having you on. And before I let you go, uh, if people want to get in touch with you, what is for the best way for them to contact you? Uh, definitely Facebook, uh, Instagram. I'm uh, Tiff Pate or Tiffany Gandy Pate on Facebook. Uh, Instagram, it's Tiff with one F underscore Pate. Uh, I have a website that we're currently working on as well. That's tiffpate.com. So uh, that would be the best way to get a hold of me. I would love, love, love to help educate those naysayers out there on the uh, network marketing industry. And, you know, if, if there's anyone that's stuck, I mean, I, I think we've all been stuck at times. If there's anyone that's stuck, if anything that I said resonated with you, I'd love to help get you unstuck. Because uh, like Victor and I have said, this has been such an incredible industry and I'm just so blessed to be a part of it. I'm blessed to get to meet people like you, Victor. And uh, just thank you for the opportunity. Uh, like I, I always love to say is as we continue to help elevate each other, we will elevate this industry. So I appreciate the opportunity very, very much. 
Oh, you're welcome. And thanks for being on the show today. It was great having you on. Again, I loved all that you shared. And it was nice meeting you in person. So, yes. again, so thanks again for being on the show. And I uh, hope you have an amazing day, too. Have you a, too, Victor. Appreciate bye -bye. it. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you've enjoyed listening, please smash that subscribe button so you don't miss any of our amazing episodes. Please also leave a five-star rating review and have an awesome day.